Welcome to Abstract Audio, the podcast presenting life as an abstract art form. The show that encourages you to perceive beyond the tangible, to extract the infinite from the finite, to see with the mind what you cannot physically see with the eyes. Oh, this? It's an emancipation. It's an exploration into areas usually overlooked. Explore with me on today's episode. Well, hello there. Do you uh, you come here often? I mean, distinguished people such as yourselves, I should hope you do. <laughs> and if you do tend to frequent the pod, you'd know that I'm your host, Amber Janae. This is our 10th episode, and I am insanely psyched to have you guys here with me. And if you're not a regular here, just know here at Abstract Audio, everything I do, I do for you guys, the listeners. I pick these topics with you guys in mind. I plan the segments around what you guys want to hear. I optimize the site for your viewing and streaming pleasure. And I do all that of my own free will. Well, to an extent. And that's the rabbit hole we're headed down today, folks. The mystery that is free will. Now, considering last episode, we talked about control, power, and how our innate quest for both can simultaneously hinder and help us. I wanted to bring the idea of free will into the mix, you know, stir up the pot a little, because the idea of helping yourself in life, you know, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps to gain things like power, control, et cetera, wouldn't really be possible without free will, or would it? The idea of free will is one that's haunted even the most astute minds for centuries, and today's inquiring minds are no different. If anything, it's more debated now than ever before. On that topic, though, the thing most of us fail to realize is that free will isn't simply doing what you want to do all the time. It has parameters. When you take the actual definition of free will into consideration, things get even more complex. It's officially classified as the power of acting without the constraint of necessity or fate, or the ability to act at one's own discretion, or in philosophy and science, It means the supposed power or capacity of humans to make decisions or perform actions independently of any prior event or state of the universe. Now, when you break it down like that, a number of different questions arise, right? Like, if free will is contingent on fate's absence, do you believe in fate at all? Or if one's own discretion is necessary to make decisions, where does that authority cease? Is any action ultimately more than just a reaction to prior events? Well, personally, I don't believe in free will, but I do wholeheartedly believe in fate. I feel like you kind of have to if you acknowledge the development of any events beyond your own personal control. I just believe everything happens for a reason, and that reason is very much so predetermined. The argument against free will also revolves around the idea that human actions are ultimately determined by factors beyond our control, such as genetics, upbringing, and environmental influences. These factors shape our thoughts, beliefs, and desires, which in turn guide our decision-making processes, 
In my opinion, if the ends are predetermined, are the means we use to get there truly our own? Even if you're not a particularly spiritual person, or if you don't believe in God or a higher power, you must think that there is some type of grand design in all this. You know, a certain path all roads lead to. The punchline to the joke, so to speak. Otherwise, we'd just be out here aimlessly floating around the cosmos and your life and everyone else's would be for naught. Not to say that this is an impossible scenario, but it certainly supports a healthier, more optimistic mindset to think things are all happening as they should, when they should, resulting in an intended outcome. That your life isn't pointless. That your existence plays an important role, no matter how small, in the grandiose play that is our reality. And if that doesn't bring you some peace in life, I'm not sure what will. If that example was too broad for you, let's try to break it down into smaller, 24-hour, day-sized chunks right now. You know, they say take it a day at a time. Let's do it. Imagine a really shitty day you've had recently. Like, have you ever had an experience where in the moment, it seems like you're in the midst of the most random, weird, inconvenient shit? Uh, But later on down the line, uh, typically not too far in the future at all, uh, that information or that scenario becomes pertinent and useful to you in some way, somehow. That's fate to me. That was meant to happen to you and for you. Even the bad shit. Hell, especially the bad shit. And I subscribe to the fact that we are one. We're all connected beings. Our fates are intertwined. So if something was meant to happen for you, it's also in the interest of all of us as a whole. Now, notice I did not say best interest, because who the hell knows, really? But what gets me caught up in all that all-for-one, one-for-all circle of life shit is out of the infinite outcomes and infinite realities, infinite timelines, are we just set in one of them, or do we truly have the ability to change the old trajectory? of our course. You know, it's like global warming. Like we exist in a reality where we're nearly at the point of no return. By 2030, if emissions don't drastically decrease, the world will be condemned to catastrophic climate breakdown. Is our fate sealed? Or can we all collectively band together to change that reality of our own free will? Or you know how people are so big on manifestation nowadays? And I am one of those people. (laughs) For those who don't know, uh, that's the process of speaking and willing something into existence. Uh, But I often wonder where free will comes into play there. Uh, Technically, we're told that we all have control of our realities to an extent. We're told manifestation is a powerful tool anyone can use to transform their life. So if we do, in fact, have the ability to manifest our reality at any given time, Are those choices predetermined as well? Do they still fall under the umbrella of what was meant to happen? Do we have the ability to change that final outcome? Or are we doomed to live out a scripted play regardless? To that I say, of course, everyone has their roles they're meant to play upon entry to this world. I mean, from the day we're born, our choices have been laid out to us. And although the list of choices is seemingly numerous, giving the illusion of free will, they're still very much so shaped and molded by our individual experiences, genetics, upbringing, etc., as we all know. 
Uh, this actually goes along with another unique perspective, an idea called determinism, uh, the belief that every event, including human actions, is the result of preceding causes. According to this view, if we had complete and utter knowledge of all the influencing factors, we could predict with a fair amount of accuracy the choices an individual would make. This goes directly against the idea of free will, and typically many people dismiss this and many other similar perspectives because it would imply that individual human beings have none and thus cannot be held morally responsible for their actions. This could be a troubling development for most, for obvious reasons, and probably lead to society's quick and steep decline faster than global warming would. But hey, at least it would be our collective downfall. Some do argue, though, that the complexity of human behavior cannot simply be reduced to deterministic processes alone. You know, that the human mind is capable of things like creativity, innovation, and generating ideas that can't be solely attributed or deduced by predetermined factors. If you really think about it, though, the only things that truly support the idea of free will are all entirely subjective. I mean, if you're a person who believes in it, what evidence can you honestly cite for it other than your first-person experience? I mean, other than that sense of agency, you know, and the feeling of making your own choices. We think, as adults, yeah, sure, we can deliberate, consider different factors, and weigh the pros and cons before arriving at a sound decision. And of course, we do all have that basic ability to reason. Uh, but more so, it's our conscious awareness that leads us to believe that we have the ability to deliberate and make decisions independently. When in actuality, according to Sigmund Freud, it's the unconscious mind that is the true primary source of human behavior. Our feelings, motives, and decisions are powerfully influenced by our past experiences and stored in the unconscious. So really, even the feeling you have surrounding the choices you make aren't entirely unbiased or even your own. Even still, uh, taking it back to last week's conversation, we don't want to just hand over conscious control. We want to feel in control of ourselves, our surroundings. It makes us feel powerful, safe. And that's understandable. I mean, where does people's power lie if not in our choices, right? Well, in my eyes, all the power really does lie inside of us. Just not the way we were conditioned or taught to believe. Our power lies not in neural processes or external stimuli or deterministic factors, but in our soul. We are not the mind. We do, however, identify heavily with the mind and so often build our identities, our sense of strength and worth from it. And that is an entirely false self. That is your ego, my friends. We are not what we know. We are not what we do. We are so much more than that. We are infinite beings. Power does not lie in your choices alone because the choices are not truly yours. Which is why, even though we can use that power of conscious control to override our body's natural automatic responses and exercise some self-control, it's still extremely difficult to make decisions that align with our long-term goals and values. 
especially considering that your values aren't necessarily your own either. Kind of a mind fuck, huh? My friends, there is no right or wrong way to live your life. No right or wrong answers to this cosmic test we're all struggling through. So therefore, the choices we're seemingly given on that test kind of become a moot point. Free will is just a concept. In nature, there is no scope of concepts. There are only realities, the most prevalent of which are birth and death. None of us chose to be born. And once we're here, there's not nearly as much freedom to exercise as we like to imagine. But that imagining plays a huge part in all of this. Because to me, to will is to desire. We're all free to desire, to imagine the beautiful life, you know, the nice things, the new experiences. But let's be real. If we truly have the ability to act freely in these desires and make decisions or perform actions independently of any state of the universe or prior event, how many of us would actually choose to wake up and go to work every day? Just a show of hands. Yeah, that's what I thought. Unfortunately, the legal and ethical frameworks in society are based on the assumption that individuals have the capacity to make their own choices and be held accountable for their actions. If we accepted free will for what it really is, an illusion, the concept of moral responsibility would lose all meaning. Kind of like how the U.S. dollar is based on nothing. And if we all stood up one day and decided to go to a bank and request to withdraw the funds, the banking system would collapse. Yeah, it's like that. We all have the free will to make that happen, technically, but societal confines prohibit it. They've molded our minds to support this version of reality, their version of reality. But you know, I'd really hate for you guys to leave this episode feeling trapped by your circumstances or frustrated by limited options. Because even if the outcomes of our lives are already chosen, even if the choices we make to get there aren't inherently ours, we still don't know what it's going to look like in the end. So why not enjoy the ride and the view along the way? The decisions we make, no matter how big or how small, can significantly impact our experiences in this life and the next. So get out there, explore the possibilities, broaden your horizons, take the road less traveled. Subscribe to abstractaudioshow.com for updates. And until next time, always appreciate the abstract in your life.